Deezer Originals. This is a Deezer Original. Hello. Hello, good evening. Oh, I, I was ready. The, I missed the very first right. note. Joe missed it. Can we keep that in, please? Oh. An auspicious start. Yeah. Hello, good evening, and welcome. It's time for us to have a lovely time. We timed the time it took to get to the venue. It took less time than we thought that it might do. Will thought it would take an hour or two. No, I didn't. Ben thought more. Really? But it only took two seconds because we live next door. It's the whole section podcast. It's the whole section podcast. It's the whole section podcast. It's the section podcast. Hello. Hello. To you, from me, Alex Horn, and of course from five other men. So if you just play one note after I say your name, that'd be great. We have Joe, Ben. A note, please, Ben. The Will, Mark, and our temporary pianist, Michael. Is it? Uh, No, Ed. Ed! Together we are the Horn Section, and in this podcast we will be talking and making music, and that adds up to maximum entertainment. So strap in if you're in a car, or take your straps off if you've just arrived at your destination. So that was some talking with my lovely speaking voice, male, British, calm. It's now time for some music. So Joe, off you go. Please ask Will to play some music. Will, can you play some music, please? Certainly. Mm. Everyone all right with that? Guess so. Okay. Keep going. So, in this episode, we're going to be talking about central heating, shopping and dating. The almighty triangle of life. And to ensure... There's a real great atmosphere in the room. We have our special one-person guest audience arriving soon. And today, that special one-person guest audience is a man called... Arnold! But which Arnold? So some exciting, uh, excitement-building music, please, lads. Which Arnold is on the podcast? Which Arnold? Schwarzenegger? Which Arnold? No! Bit quieter. Arnold Schwarzenegger said no, he wouldn't do our podcast. Which Arnold? Which Arnold? Palmer? Arnold Palmer? No. That golfer has the same birthday as me, but is dead now, so that was an awkward email exchange. Which Arnold? Which Arnold? What other famous Arnolds are there? There are no other famous Arnolds. Guys, there are no other famous Arnolds. Unless you remember the man who has written all the best music in the last 20 years. Yes, uh uh-oh, we've got that Arnold coming here today. David Arnold, the best Arnold. And all together with me, uh, what were you singing, Mark? Which Arnold? And then change the witch to David. David Arnold. That Arnold. David Arnold. David Arnold. Mm. So he'll be here soon. Meanwhile, we're going to kick off with a useful two-minute bit in which we teach you how to bleed your radiator. 
Radiators. They're like eyeballs, aren't they? We've all got them, but none of us know how to get the liquid out without breaking them. Well, fear not, because here's a handy guide to bleeding your radiator. central heating so no more air gets trapped. Put a cloth beneath the unit. You're doing well. Try to relax. Now find your radiator key. I think it's in the drawer. Not that drawer though. Maybe get one from next door. Oh, it's time to find the bleed valve. It's normally near the top, guys. And put your bleed key in the hole and turn it anti-clockwise. Don't push too hard. Don't treat that valve rough. I'm caught a turn with Trapped air is escaping, hear it hiss, watch out for spray. When water dribbles out, turn the key the other way. Now clean up any little spills and turn the heating on. You've bled your radiator, you're a legend, you're the dawn. We need to bleed and we got the key. We got the key. Don't need no plumber to set the air. So disappointing. So thank you, everyone. Mark Brown there. Thank you. Very high, very very low. Everything in between. Yep. The whole range. Anyone make any big mistakes? Mark did. Yes. Well, exciting news is that our special guest audience has arrived. So he's going to come through these sliding doors and march down some steps. Uh, Maybe just, do you want to march him down with some sort of marching rhythm? Here he comes. Here he comes. He's on the first step, the second step, the third step, the fourth step, the fifth step. No more steps. Uh, red or green, David? Which microphone green. would you like? Green. He's going green. to the green microphone. Do you want to shake hands? Uh, who with? <laughs> asking who with, off mic, unfortunately, but it was a very good headphones are on. David. It's amazing that. Have you seen that recording studio in there? No. It's like a spaceship. It's like Concord. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know how Redundant. they know what all the buttons do. <laughs> that's the holy triumvirate of when people come into a recording studio, that's usually what they say. Yeah. Well, David, I'm going to introduce you now, properly. You Thanks. ready for that? Yep. Oh, so it's a big hello to composer, double Ivan Novella award winner and sometime pedestrian, David Arnold. And then you play The Sting... David Arnold is here. David Arnold is here. I love, I love a factually correct sting. Yes, it's factually correct. The whole thing about this podcast is that it's factually correct. Good. 
So, David, make yourself comfortable. Okay. Thank you for coming. Uh, to sure, I might sit oh, down. Is that all right? Yes, that's fine. Um, David, just to help you bed in, I'm going to introduce you to the band one by one. That's, I'm, I'm more excited about that than anything else. I'm going to tell you a fact about each of them, and you can say whether you think it's true or false. Okay. Okay, so on drums, it's Ben Reynolds, if you want to start playing. Just Hello, David. So gently, please. So, Ben, this is... Is that true? David. Oh, no, no, we haven't done the fact yet. Okay, I thought it was Ben Reynolds. It might not be him. Ben Reynolds has never owned a pair of jeans. Mm. True or false? Mm. Mm. Uh, is a vaguely plaid shirt would suggest that was false? Ben? Never, ever. Genuinely never owned a pair of jeans. One of the few. On piano, it's Ar- Archie or something. Ed. Ed is our temporary pianist. He supports Bristol Rovers or Everton or something. True or false? Um, that he supports either one or I one or the know. other. I don't know. I'm not into this one. Um, you can pass if you want. I, I, yeah, I'm, I don't follow football at all. No. So I'm, let's say it's false. Let's say it's false. Ed? Uh, that's false. It's false. Okay, well that's, that's one. One, one. One, one. You're playing against... The clock. The clock. <laughs> On bass, Will Collier. He doesn't know if dragons ever existed. He's not sure if they're mythical. Mm. Well, there's the... Uh, they've got one in London Zoo. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that it must be... I think it's wise to be cautious, but... Always. He looks like an educated man that probably knows that. You're saying true. Komodo dragon. Oh, you're, so, saying, yeah. un, you're saying false. I'm saying false, I think, yeah. Bill. Yeah, it's false. Yeah. 2-1. And how are you enjoying the podcast so far? It's, I, I think was, it's... Sorry, the... I, was, I was talking to the listener. Joe Walton on trumpet. Hello. He's Hello. A, a keen flying fisherman. True or false? I'm hoping false. You're hoping? False. You're getting false. It's academic now. 3-1 to David Arnold. On saxophone is Mark Brown. Mark Brown is slightly overweight. True or false? A man after my own heart. It's true. But but, but borderline. No, absolutely true. (laughs) Well, I'm going to say 3-2. He's hideously overweight. So, um, Where do you stand on consuming Jaffa cakes, like the whole lot or one or two? The whole lot. Always. We're in good company. We're going to stop the music on um, when I count to four. One, two, three, four. I love uh, conducting, David. I don't love conducting. So we don't have that in common. Okay. Uh, Oh, um, I thought we were starting the interview... It's not an interview, I know. Uh, we can start do you love you condu- Do you love conducting true or false? I would say that... Uh, have you conducted an orchestra? I think so. I think this is what I'm doing. An, or, an, an orchestra rather than a band. Like, you I know, don't with know the 45, difference. 50, 60, 70 no, that's people. too many. In that case, I would say, yes, you do like it. True. That's pretty good, isn't it? That's like, it's only the genes I got wrong. It's only because I couldn't see that he wasn't Mark's, wearing it. Mark's fatter than you thought. So, David, you are, of course... A music man, a composer. Yeah. Are you hungry? Always. Yeah. Um, we thought we'd yeah. order a pizza and then see if it comes during the um, okay during the recording. It's that sort of podcast. Okay. What music would you like under the ordering process? Uh, I would like something cheesy, Kaylee, and with an egg in the middle. What the music? Oh, the pe- that's the Both. pizza you want and the music. Yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose Kaylee would be obviously Irish and also cover the vegetable. Yeah. This is, so a cheesy Kaylee while I order the pizza. 
What do you mean by it? egg musically? Well, there's, there is this one where they put an egg in the middle of it. And, mm, and, and that could, yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, eggy. But how do you want to represent that with music? Uh, eggy, I suppose it, it should be not very good. Yes. Easy. I think, I think attempting for brilliant but falling short. That's our motto. Yeah. <laughs> I've got that tattooed on my legs, <laughs> both legs. Okay, well, I'm dialing. He's just putting his, his, rings, oh, his rings on. And he's well, got a five-string as well. You better hurry up, because I've all... Oh, Trumpet hi. and banjo is an unusual so combination. Um, hi there, can I order a pizza, please? Oh. Hi there, can I order a pizza, please? Uh, delivery, please. Oh, the postcode. I haven't thought this through. Um, can, I t- can I order a pizza? Someone's just finding out the postcode. We'd like a cheesy pizza, please. Uh, pardon? Yeah, cheese and... I'll just check. David, do you want tomato? Yeah. Yes, please. Cheese and tomato. And is it possible to have an egg in the middle? Do you do that sort of thing? Brilliant. Oh, you don't do the egg. Oh, we don't have an egg. David, alternative? We put another bit of cheese in the middle instead. Oh, a bit more cheese in the middle. Can we have more cheese in the middle? Perfect. Double Italiano cheese. Uh, no, that's... Oh, do you do kale? Oh, Kaylee, no Kaylee. That's all right. Well, we'll look forward to the pizza. The postcode is... S E one Or probably. S-E-1... You don't deliver... Yeah, you're about... You're just around the corner, I think. Uh, street. Uh, the name is... Alex Horn, H-O-R-N-E. We're going to play Cash. Great. That's brilliant for me. Thank you. 45 minutes. We'll still be here. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. We have ordered a pizza. Hmm. Marvellous. Yeah? It's weird because they only take 10 minutes to cook, didn't they? Yeah, and it's point one of a mile away as well. Yeah, exactly. And what are they doing? All that Italiano cheese. They've got the special. They, they've got a sort of very uh, distinct delivery style, which marks them out for everyone else that they walk round here backwards. <laughs> and that's why it takes forty-five minutes. But David, yeah, I didn't order. David, they don't sell like Selfridges don't David? sell fridges. Dominoes don't sell Dominoes. David, yes, I've got some questions for you. Okay. Um, we're going to have some old-fashioned saxophone music under this. Oh. The best. When you say old-fashioned... I don't know what it means. Okay. What do you think it means? Well, if, you know, for some people, the 80s is old-fashioned, isn't it? Mm. So, you know, the not kind that. of careless, whispery, Kenny G sort of thing. I was thinking... Mm, not that, or, not that. Yeah, I see more 40s. Or, or, yeah, 40s dance band. Yes, please. So, David... Uh, what age did you start playing music, and which instrument did you uh, first play? I started, like I think, I suspect probably like most people did, with a recorder, mm-hmm. um, and uh, at school. I'm trying to ignore the if you saxophone. Don't, yeah, if you don't count the fairy liquid bottle with stones in, I don't was, count that. It was a recorder. Okay. London's burning. What grade did you get to on the recorder? Uh, well, they don't do. Well, I don't know if they do grades on the recorder because there are professional recorder players Four? who go through the whole thing. But I never did. Uh, no, I sort of started playing the clarinet when I was eleven oh. because I think the, the thinking was if you play Shush, the recorder, Mark, but keep doing it. So if you if you do it, um, <laughs> if you do play a recorder, obviously the blowing 
in the end of moving your fingers around yep. is it looks like a clarinet so therefore you must be able to play a clarinet. clarinet so then I started using clarinet but I really didn't like it famous clarinetists Benny Goodman Benny Goodman also Charlize Theron is very Artie pretty Sh- Artie Shaw oh really is he Artie Shaw was guys he a clarinet player yeah. 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 it's been given yeah. um, who else do we know um, well, the classical then again, the classical ones which I which we move on, very move little. on. Uh, when you listen to music, Akabilk, how can we forget Akabilk? Yeah, it's been given a the dog. David, when or if you listen to music, yeah, do you ever sort of think, oh, that's good music, or oh, that's not good music? Um, I definitely think when something. No, actually both. Mm. And I think as I get older, I appreciate good music more and I have less tolerance for what I think is poor music. But obviously what I think is bad and poor isn't what anyone else thinks is bad and poor. It's just I don't like it. Well, let's find out what you like now because Ed's going to sing you... Is it Ed? It is Ed. Yes, it is. Got it. Ed's going to sing you some music and then afterwards you can say if you think it's good music or bad music. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a solo in it. Joe's going to do the solo on his trumpet. Um, do you want to do a solo too, or are you happy listening? What, a singing solo? I don't know. That's all, I haven't got or anything an instrument, else with me. No. Do you want to do a singing solo? Well, I don't mind. Yeah? What do I, I do don't just... know what I don't know what the words would be, but would it matter? No? Okay. Do I just point at you? Uh, it should probably be a song about Bristol Rovers or Everton, or is it who, who he doesn't support? Yeah, no, it's not about that. It's a self-referential song. That... It's a bit too Oh, yeah, because it's false. He doesn't like them, doesn't yeah. he? Joe, so in your solo, can you do one like quite wrong note? But don't make a yeah. big thing. Don't make a th- big thing about it. Just do one horrible note. Throw it away. Yes, please. Okay. Well, I hope you either enjoy or don't enjoy this, David. Oh, before you start, Ed, definitely Ed, just to say you look lovely, you sound lovely, and you smell. So off you go. <laughs> I want a two. I want two, three, four. With musical comedy Is that songs like this They take the piss out of the very genre To which they're intrinsically linked Is it fun to poke such a self-aware joke When often the songs are neither funny or musical Apart from ours You'll hope it's true Cause you paid for a ticket So the joke is on you Minchin has written some ditties Bill Bailey's tried it too And Victoria Wood was considered a master But I never laughed at you The problem with musical comedy The songs are too long The joke is all done within the first ten seconds And five minutes later you're wondering when song will ever end. Nearly there, David, nearly there. Take it away, David. Mm-hmm. 
you think? Good, um, or, good that or bad? Was, that was fucking great. Oh. That might have been one of the best songs I've ever heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good answer. And I've, one of the finest trumpet performances I've ever heard. Oh, thanks very much. I'm not, even, I'm not joking. What do you think of his face, though? Have a look around. Uh, Ed or... Ed, oh, he's like. sitting behind me. Mm, have, have a guess what he looks like. Uh, remember them boggling things that used to stick their <laughs> eyes out? That sort of thing. <laughs> this is the Horn Section Podcast, an original from Deezer who say you can stream your music anywhere, anytime, and experience flow for free. Deezer Original. David, what music are you uh, proudest of making? That's a question, isn't it? Mm. Mm. It's nice when you do something that people know. We did a gig for Amnesty last week where we were doing some stuff from Sherlock, and when you get to that last bit, you know, when people know it, it feels very exciting. It's a bit, you know, it's the composer's equivalent of a hit single, isn't it? It's like yeah. a theme tune that people know. That's it. God, that is weird that you wrote that and now he's playing it. It's weird. Yeah. Is it's he not doing, weird. Is he doing it justice? Well, the thing is, he, I can't play it like that. Bomb, <laughs> <laughs> bomb. Incredible. It could do with an extra note at the end. Bomb, <laughs> bomb. That's it. That's how we know that the show's finished. <laughs> If you don't have that, it just goes on forever. He just keeps thinking of things and text messages keep coming up. <laughs> um, so that's always... When you have something which kind of enters a sort of public arena in a, in a big way, that's always nice. It doesn't happen all that often. So when it does happen, it's like you feel sort of doubly grateful. But I think things that I've liked doing... Um, there was a film I did called Amazing Grace, which was not a comedy film. It was about the end of slavery in this country. So that was about something sort of serious and proper and real and dramatic that you felt like you had some responsibility to your audience for. And that, so that felt different because a lot of the times the films that I do are quite sort of big and sort of action-y yeah. um, or silly. So I'm pleased I've done a lot of the films that I've done. Uh, Amazing Grace, I like the music for that. I like the music I wrote for Stepford Wise. And yeah, Sherlock with Michael Price has been a constant delight as a source of inspiration. The music um, that I'm most proud that you made if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. This is the one with propeller heads. The, um, oh, yes, yeah. on a Majesty's. Yeah, I really yeah, like but that. I wish I'd have written it. No, but I you, mean, it's an arrangement, you did, know. Did but, you arrange yeah. it? Yeah, but it's not the same as writing it. Mm. It's like doing a really good cut. You know, you know, it's like finding out that Barry Manilow didn't write Mandy. Did he not? No, what? he didn't. Oh, come on, guys. Yeah. I met uh, the bloke who wrote Mandy in a pub in Kent the other day. Richard? Yeah. Kerr? Yeah. He's a lovely man. Very nice man. Had a drink with him for about an hour. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he also wrote... Did he say this for after the podcast? <laughs> this is the sort of thing podcasts are for, isn't it? You don't think yeah. so. because he also wrote, I know I'll never love this way again. You know, that big... Uh, there's a big American hit. Yeah, a very unassuming British person. Who's yeah, uh, a lovely man. So sometimes, obviously going back to One of Majesties, I mean, it's a John Barry tune and it's an absolute killer. So there's already an amazing definitive version of it. So it's fine to go off piste the band have learned actually do you, do you, do you, they're just going to play it to you very quickly is that alright yeah here it is this is the song they didn't learn at all but that's that's the bit I like best mm. <laughs> now we, we've got a song here about you David it's about all the music you've done some of the films that you mentioned are in the song okay I've written the lyrics but we haven't done the music yet I thought you should choose the music so this is a song of your life what genre do you want it to be? I've got options of folk, pop, country, reggae, standard music or other. Well, if, I think if we're trying to cover a lot of ground, maybe something more standard. Fast or slow? If you're singing it, if there's a lot of words Big and it's fast, you might not be able to hear them. Mm, I, know your di- I know your diction is incredible. Thank you. 
Uh, slow with, 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 an, with an option of, of speeding up. Okay. A, a cellarando, I think. Everyone someone right told me it was in a book one. High or low? Oh, low. I love writing music. Yeah. Uh, the key, do you care about the key? I like, personally, I like uh, A minor or C minor. Okay. Um, but so we've got an option it's there. Only, it's only let's do, some do it's some, some do the other. It's only, it's only the trumpet that's going to suffer. Okay. Uh, a, a, let's go A minor. And then is Make that, it easy for everyone. Is that happy, <laughs> happy or sad? Is that? Oh, sad. sad. Yeah, it's got to be utterly sad. grim. In 1962, little Dave was born, and now he's on a podcast with me, Alex Horn. He's written the music for lots of lovely movies. He's holidayed in France and Spain and been in four jacuzzis. That's a guess. I'm rounding that down, probably. The music to Sherlock was composed by him. And yet he's here cos he quite likes to do things on a whim In a sec I'll list a load of things he did the music for There's loads and when you think I've stopped I'll say a couple more Come the films. Tomorrow never dies, hot fuzz, and a life less ordinary. Independence Day, shaft, die another day. The world is not enough. The Stepford Wives and Dooland are too fast, too furious. Casino Royale and Godzilla, the voyage of the Dawn Treader, and made in Dagenham. How to lose friends and alienate people And little Britain Quantum of solace and come fly with me He did the music for all these films And all of this TV David Arnold David Arnold David Arnold David Arnold For years we've marveled For years we've marveled You're David the last bit, just break it down for the last bit. He might have a dog, he might have a cat, he used to own a futon. His star sign is Aquarius and he was born in Luton. He's won a Grammy and did the tunes for Randall and Hopkirk. He's also got an Emmy and he's also worked with Björk. Fast. <laughs> <laughs> long that, wasn't it? Mm. Almost too many I've words. I've never been more honoured in my entire life mm. that someone has taken a moment of their life mm. to even think about doing something like that. Weirdly, it took less time to write than to sing. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm just thinking, like, oh, we've run out of films now. I need to do some more. There were a lot of films. I was going to ask you about films. Yes. How do you write music for films? Do they just send you the VHS with no sound and then you play along and see if that makes it better? Yes. That's not even a joke. Really? <laughs> yeah. When I did my very first one, actually, until... I was still doing that up till Godzilla, before they used digital stuff. It's like I had a, a, a VHS player... The first film I ever did, because they didn't really have any equipment, it's called Young Americans, and that's the song I wrote Play Dead for. And it's like, it was in my bedroom, uh, and I had an Atari 1040. I had uh, an Amstrad 14-inch colour TV, which was my monitor. Right. Uh, and I had a little JVC VHS machine. Uh, and I, they gave me the film uh, on VHS. And because I didn't know anything about synchronising and locking things together so it would fit, uh, I would start playing the picture. And when it got to a certain point in the picture, I would press go on the sequencer and then sort of play the parts in and, 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 and do it like that and then go back again and start. So it was a bit random, but that got done that way. And ultimately, is it, so the second film I got asked to do was Stargate. Are we going to go through all the films? No, yeah, okay. yeah. And so I had to do that in America. So I just took that equipment with me to America. And then they introduced me to the idea of what a music editor does. And a music editor actually takes care of a lot of the sort of synchronization issues and all that stuff. And I thought, oh, this is brilliant, something I don't have to do. So they did that. Uh, but I carried on using basically the same equipment. But it literally is, the, the, the scene plays, you choose where the music's going to start and stop with the director and the producers. And you just look at it and think hopefully it appears in your in your mind somewhere well, uh, i've got a i've got a scene here mm. so if you want you could choose the music for that we could see how your brain works is that all right i've, I've written yeah. a scene from a film okay it's, it's pretty good Do you know what it's called off o-r-f yeah carl off yeah the story it's off. based on yeah so it's called off uh, is it uh, awful? Mm. Well, it might be. So it's just seen, to set the scene. Exterior, late night, 8pm, outside the Municipal Library in Godalming. So wh- wh- how do you think the music should start? And they'll, they'll play it? Outside the Municipal, no, municipal, the library. municipal library in Godalming. Well, part of the decision-making process about what the music should be mm. is that what, as the filmmaker, do you want people to feel outside that library? That's the question I would ask. Because wonderful. obviously, wonderful and, and bucolic and... It's evening. Do you say it's evening? No, it's dark. Late at night, 8pm. So you're feeling wonderful outside, like the library's shut? Library's shut. So it's just a meeting place. The fact that the library, it doesn't matter if it's a library, it could be anywhere, really. It does matter. Who, who do we see? An old man called Orf. An old man called Orf <laughs> is outside a shut library. It's 8 o'clock at night, and we want, to feel, we want the audience to feel wonderful. So something amazing is going to happen. I'd probably start... If we can get the string section to hold... A, oh, uh, we don't have any of them. We've got a bass guitar. Uh, Maybe just a high G mm. um, an octave above, just gently ululating between the two. Oh, yeah, this is good. Um, and perhaps... Um, I've got the ocarina. I feel like we want to go an E. Yes. An E, an E underneath yeah. that. And then to an F. And down to a C. Very nice. So uh, but just have that long held like minimum so it's just and, boom, and then to see. Are you ready for the scene to start? Okay. Keep playing. There's an old man, off, kicking a tennis ball against a wall. He's probably in his late eighties, but he's wearing a full England kit and he's amazing at keepy uppies. He's probably used to be semi pro, but he's sweating and panting. Then we cut to the interior of the library, 
So uh, exactly the same time, still 8pm, but very different atmosphere. There's a problem in the library. Mm. This is so long, by the way. There's three pages of this. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's do the same G to G, pianissimo, octave down. And then if you go to the go to root G. Oh, yeah. Um, G and then up to a B flat. Perhaps off to an A and then back to F, back to G. Mm -hmm. There are 20 people trapped in Godalming Library because the main librarian, Malk, locked up without checking all the areas, areas for people. So there were four people in the toilet, two having a cuddle under a table, and the other 14 were playing hide-and-seek in the references section. Um... Now I'm going to skip a, skip on three scenes. <coughs> oh, we bet we've missed the best. Oh bit. no! Okay, we'll, we'll do the whole lot. Cut back to outside. Orf has noticed the people watching him. Uh, have we got a little guitar? So let's stay in. We stay in G. So we keep it in G. With it this time, we go major. You know? um, maybe we could have a little melody on the start on the B string. Da dee da 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 da. Da 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 I can't polyphonically <laughs> say change to everyone at the same <laughs> I've only got one mouth. So far. <laughs> okay. The man, Orf, notices the crowd of people watching him. He's pleased. He has an audience. Then he gets nervous. But he still keeps kicking the ball up in the air. Then suddenly he recognises a face in the library. John, he shouts. That's my son, John. And there's James, my other son. And those 12 girls are all my daughters. Wow, this must be some sort of surprise birthday or a really odd coincidence. Cut back to inside. And when we're inside then, so we're going to go back to G minor inside because we're not sure what's going on. They've been locked in. There, you said there's a sense of yeah, danger. We're nearing the end, yeah. Is there a fire or anything? There could be if you want one. Um... What if there is a... The irony is that there is a book about fires that's caught fire mm -hmm. in the library. Did you do this on the Bond films? And, and, and anyway, I don't, I don't want to preempt what happens. Um, so now we need some fire music, don't we? Um, is there impending tension yes, and, and everything? Is. Okay, so maybe we should have some soft beaters on your floor, Tom. Um, just... Um, Maybe just that pulse, you know, the pulse that everyone likes to use in films. So you just keep building it. Inside. Inside the library. No one is happy. They're not his children. No. A book about fire is on fire. They're running out of oxygen and food. They've been in there for 40 minutes. And weirdly, they do look like Orf's children, but it is just a coincidence. If they were moths, they could eat the books. Oh, they are moths. They are moths. 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 <laughs> they're moths. Yeah. Turns out they're all moths, and that's the end of the, that's the end of the film. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Well, they they would have been attracted to the fire. Yes, that was the problem. <laughs> they thought yeah. it was the moon, and they ended up eating all the books, including the one about how to put out fires. Off there. <laughs> it was it was verging on a kind of Eastern European uh, animation thing. Mm. When we cut back to him outside. 
It felt like we were getting a bit of a thing going there. It felt like it actually was quite joyous with him doing all his keepy-uppies before he saw his well, 12, moments, 12 children it? and his son in the locked-up library. Yeah. Um, we're, we're nearing the end. Of, oh, um, I just got here. I need, you to play, I need you to play an instrument for the next bit. Okay. Don't have to play it well. Okay, what that's you, good. What would you like to play? Um, maybe I'll, if I'm sitting here, maybe I'll sit. Is it, is it okay to borrow a guitar? Would that be, oh, yeah, be easy, easier? We're going to play a game. The guitar's going to... I'll explain the rules to the game. Is the game Smash the Guitar? It's the old game called Who Has Seen the Most Unusual Animals in the Wild? Oh, this is a good game. It is a lovely game. So, the rules to Who Has Seen the Most Unusual Animals in the Wild? Uh, everyone's going to play their instruments. I'll say some animals. If you haven't seen one of them in the wild, you stop playing your instrument. Last person still playing has officially seen the most unusual animals in the wild. Right. Yeah. I don't go really out very often, so I haven't seen that much. Well, even if you don't win, you'll have a nice time. Okay? Okay, so if you could all start playing. I don't know what you're going to play. Oh, I've got that instrument. Orinoco. Yep. What's it called? Ocarina. Ocarina. Okay, so if you all start playing, if David will start and you all just join in, and then stop if you haven't seen the animal. Fox! They're all still playing, they've all seen foxes, that's how the game works. Mouse! Dolphin, a harder one, dolphin. They've all seen dolphins! Unbelievable. Deer! Bat! Elephant! Really? We're in the wild. In the wild. Or outside. Well, Whipsnade Zoo is outside. Not, no, not the zoo, not the zoo. Okay. Really? I, Just... I saw, a, I saw a, a kestrel eat a rat. <laughs> um, one of the great things I ever saw, actually, was on the uh, bus shelter, on the roof uh, of the bus shelter at the O2 shopping thing in fin- and Finchley Road, uh, a, a seagull eating a pigeon. Hmm. Oh, wow. But you haven't seen an elephant. I so, haven't seen an elephant fly. <laughs> uh, we'll just see how... So Joe has seen the most animals in the wild, surprisingly. We'll see how many he's seen. Earthworm. Keep playing. Have you seen an earthworm? Dead crab. Standard lizard. Jellyfish. Large bee. Shit snail. <laughs> Clam. Oh, we've seen a lot, haven't we? Old pigeon. Black beetle, blue whale. Which one, blue whale? Uh, well, that was a good game. It's the game where it does peter out the game. <laughs> yeah. so they're easy to spot because they're the biggest one, aren't they? But they're ironic. the biggest, an- they're the the biggest animal that have ever lived yeah. ever. In the entire history of all animals, the blue whale is the largest animal that's ever lived ever. Really? And it's still alive. So far. Mm. Um, I, we missed out on ladybird, dragonfly, Brian May, hedgehog, snake, bear. If you'd have had all them first, I could have carried on playing. You met May? Oh, yeah. I held the guitar. Is that a euphemism? It's, it's, you know, it's like, it's like touching the hem of God's frock, touching Brian May's guitar. I haven't seen an elephant. So, just a uh, couple more bits before you go. Um, this is, uh, honestly, this is, uh, I do really love this sort of thing. <laughs> what, I mean, what, I honestly do love what it. What is this sort of thing? This, just this. Mm. It's in a nice room with nice people. Well, you'll be pleased to hear there's now going to be a joke from the band. Uh, okay. The drummer's going to tell you a joke. I like jokes. Um, we'll have a jingle into the joke. Joe, could you do the jingle? Trumpet voice and whistling in the jingle, please. Trumpet voice and whistling. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. And then straight in with the joke, Ben. Yep. 
It's a joke from the band. Of all the musicians in Guns N' Roses, Axel is the best singer slash guitarist. It's a joke from the band. He's not laughing. No, I, I've, uh, I've seen you many times mm. in concert. I might have heard that. <laughs> might, might, have, might have done. Mm. Oh, it's, it's, a really love, it's lovely being out, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> that you spend all your life in these dark rooms looking at films and everything. And it's like someone says, do you want to come out and just do oh, this? You did weirdly reply immediately and said, yes, I will. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I'm sitting there just going, someone, for God's sake, asked me to... Do something like this. Do you want to? Just it's probably the first and the last time anyone here asked me to actually do anything like this because everyone else is quite sensible. Mm. Well, before you go, David, I don't want to go. You have to go now. We do ask Stay here. all our guests to take part in a small competition. It's called Range Rover. Okay, mm. uh, we're going to find out your musical range. And whichever guest over the course of the series has the biggest range, they're going to get a Range Rover, maybe. Who are your other guests? Richard Osmond's coming in for episode two. You're episode one. Am I? Mm. Okay, that's good then, because this is a very low bar to be setting. So is it? no one else Small would be worried. Range. Yeah. Whereas Osmond's range. He's tall, isn't he? I don't know. He is. I think he's really tall. He'd probably need a special Range Rover. Mm, yuck. <laughs> or he could just move the driver's seat back. Or maybe he doesn't drive. All questions we'll find out next week on the Horn Section podcast. Move the passenger seat back. So if you could just do your lowest note whenever you're ready. Mm. What have we got there, Will? What are we looking at? Looking at? Okay, we'll stop. That's enough, David. Thank you. What have we got there? What are we dealing with? A D? Yeah, a bit okay, D-sharpish. Yeah. And then we'll just count them as we go all the way to the top. Um, one. Uh, um, mm, 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 which, which scale are we using? Just, just normal major, I think. Major, yeah. David Arnold scores 19. That's poor. Mm. I used to have a really... When I was singing, like, three or four hours a night, I, it's, it's like a muscle, isn't it? It's like if you don't use it and you lose it, I've lost it. I could get it back, I reckon. Well, it's probably worth it for the Range Rover. Yeah. <laughs> well, 19, you're in the lead. <laughs> and we'll be contacting you if you've won. We'll drive around and beat the horn, and then you can get in and drive off. <laughs> well, that's it. It's like being at the airport. You know, we've got, have you ever bought one of them tickets for an Aston Martin at the airport? You know, when they're, they're on a little plinth... And you spend 50 quid on a ticket. And then they... Ben's done that, haven't you, Ben? Every time. Mm. How, how many have you won? None. Never. You know them grabbing machines at the Funfair? <laughs> Same kind of thing, isn't it? I went on one of those once that was, had a fault, and so it did never-ending grabbing. You know the thing with, a, with, you know, you've got little buttons and it comes along and it picks up a bear by its head and then you lift it up and supposed to put it in a chute and you get it and it always drops it. I was on it for 90 minutes straight, and not, not once, not once did I win anything. But at Schiphol Airport, they've got one there where you pretty much win every time. It was worth I was a on that for like 10 or 15 minutes. I had about 10 bears at the end of it. Ones with a big, you know the other ones with a really, really big eyes? Hollow. 
that's my grabbing bear story. Yeah, no, I'm glad we got it. I was going to ask if any of the band members had a question for David Arnold, but I think you probably answered most. Anyone got a question for David? Joe, you had a question, didn't you? I've got one, yeah. Are you related to Malcolm Arnold? No, I'm not. Okay, so that's no, that section. Oh, because he, ref- he refused to um, consecrate his relationship. No, that's not right. <laughs> got a question no, for- he's not. From the, uh, the the pianist behind you, Simon's got a question. Sorry to be so rude by not turning round. No, that's okay, Simon. That's all right, David. Uh, did you write? Marked. Did you write the music for Police Academy? Uh, no, I didn't. That's a shame. But I did. <laughs> I did. I did. In 1986, I did do the sound of the lobster claws clip clapping in Leonard Part Six, which was a Bill Cosby film. Okay. Uh, there's a scene where he was in a, uh, a flooding uh, cell and these lobsters were coming to get him and I did it with a pair of scissors. <laughs> so that's <laughs> Is that what you were thinking best of, thing. <laughs> that's what I was hoping for, yeah. 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 Elmer Bernstein scored that. Well, um, I so think... That was before he was, obviously, <laughs> so mm-hmm. awful. Um, you, you have to go now, David. Any last questions or requests or questions? Um, I hope I win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope no one sings lower or higher than me. Can we have some sad music for the goodbye, please? Uh, Yeah, I hope I win the car. Um, I hope that you edit out all the awful bits. And um, got to to play something. it's, 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 It's been one of the most joyous experiences of my entire professional life. And I'm slightly sad to to go. And I really hope I could come back and do it again and I hope I haven't been a disappointment to you as I have been to so many David Arnold David Arnold for years we have marvelled at David Arnold this reminds me a little bit of the end of Jesus Christ Superstar Mm. thanks David oh Mm. Seriously, thank you for asking. Oh, so that's it. Thanks to David. Thanks to you, dear listeners. And today we're going to play you out with a sad song by Willip Collier. It's about grief, is that right? That's right, yeah. Mm. It's sad. It's about coping with grief. Yep. The mechanisms. Yep. And it's called... Grief. Grief. Yeah. So good luck out there. Make good choices. This is Grief. Various factors such as a death in the family Grief's a reaction to loss Such as an ended relationship Death or loss of independence Other examples include Terminal illness and a failure of a life dream It's totally shit You can be unable to carry on with your regular activities But now it's time to dance Now it's time to dance Now it's time to dance Dance to dance to dance
Oh yes, you've been listening to the Horn Section Podcast. It's a Pixie U production for Deezer. The Horn Section are Ben Reynolds on drums, Joe Auckland on trumpet, Mark Brown on saxophone and guitar, Will Collier on bass, and the, and, the, and there's a pianist, Ed, Ed Sheldrake, David Arnold was our special guest audience. There will be more soon. Goodbye. Forever. Grief. If you want to hear some extra bits from this episode, sign up to Deezer at Deezer.com or on the app to enter the magical bonus zone. Goodbye. Deezer. Deezer. Originals. <laughs>